You've tuned into Geek Elite Radio. Good luck. What if you found a portal to a parallel universe? What if you could slide into a thousand different worlds? Where it's the same year, and you're the same person, but everything else is different. And what if you can't find your way home? Welcome back for another issue of Imagine If. Let's dive deep into those long boxes, everyone. Franny. Hey, 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 we're back. <laughs> so, yeah, it's time to talk comics. Let's, well, should we jump into well, the big one? No. First, oh, yeah, that's one way of putting it. Before we get into the spinner rack this week, I really would love to talk about it because we didn't talk about it last week. Uh, neither one of us had read it. However, neither one of us have read it now. But uh, I just wanted to see what your thoughts on, are on because of uh, the. I don't know if you want to call it controversy, scandal, just like the big uproar that happened when Batman Damned number one came out. Now, this is the first issue to come out in DC's black label uh, yeah, This is the comic. premier book. Yeah, the and premier it's supposed to be a three-issue series. Now, it's uh, what uh, Brian Azzarello yep. is the writer. Uh, and yeah. Lee Brahamo is the Brahamo, artist. Brahamo, yeah. Uh, and speaking of artists... <laughs> We have the big uh, uproar about it is that, well, as Batman is disrobing as he gets out of the Batmobile and is walking through the, the Batcave, he's talking to the computer and, well, you get to see the Bat Dong. The Bat Pole. The Bat Penis. <laughs> the Bat Schlong. The, any other way you want to put it. I yeah. mean, it's, it's in shadow, but it's, it's there. You obviously see it. I mean, how do you feel? I mean, not the how you feel about penises, but how do you feel about <laughs> the Azarello? I mean, this is a comic book that's marked mature. Oh yeah, Black it's, Label is all supposed to be very mature. This is yes, this I is not your. This is not DC Comics. Not all DC Comics are for kids. Mm-hmm. I remember they used to run that little banner like where the barcode would be. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think it would just say that DC Comics are not just for kids or something like that. Right. And, and I mean, I assume this is kind of like uh, the Max series that was over at uh, Marvel. Marvel Max, yeah, that's yeah. probably a really good counterpart to it. Um, you know, what 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 blows my mind, I guess, and what's sad is this sounds like an awesome venture. You know, like this is like okay, DC, cool. Like now, maybe we can get books like you know Punisher Max. Mm-hmm. So now we could see when Batman's like, "Fuck it, dude, I'm tired. I'm gonna go a little bit meaner." Uh, uh, you know, uh, yeah, grittier heroes. You know, take some of your take Lobo and make a fucking black label book. That would be awesome. But what are we talking about? Fucking Bruce's junk. It's true. That makes no. me sad that here's this beautiful label. Here's this great idea, and it's just going to be marked by this penis. And the sad part is, like now it's like DC's like, okay, we're going to hide the penis in our digital. Yeah, the digital reprints, and any reprints are going to be reprints, censored, yeah. censored out. And I'm thinking to myself, like, well, then why'd you do it in the first place you, if you're going to back away? Yeah, you should. You should just go full hard, wholeheartedly into it. Look, yeah, just keep it the way it is. I, I get what you're saying with the you know gritty and stuff. Like, take uh, what the storyline that's going on in Batman comics right now, Cold Days, right? Okay. So the whole premise of that issue is Bruce Wayne is on the uh, He's on the jury the for jury Mr. for yeah trial. for Mr. Freeze's trial and the idea is that Batman beat the ever-loving crud out of Victor Victor Freeze when he caught him because he believed Victor Freeze killed three women uh, by experimenting on them 
but then I guess after he caught Freeze, like he came to his senses and he's like, wait, all that evidence seemed like it's not right. There's yeah, it, it shouldn't have been after right. after the fact. Yeah. As opposed to it was there. Right. So he goes against himself and is like essentially gets tries to get Victor uh, acquitted so that he's not the one that's paying for a crime that he didn't con- he didn't do. Well, to me, in my interpretation, I almost felt like Bruce forced Victor to violate his parole. Right. And, and which he said, put, he, you know, and it's kind of like I made him commit a crime. I made right. him do this yes. after the fact. So it's really more my and fault then than the anything. whole the whole idea of like, well, he Victor Freeze admitted to it. He he said he said he confessed and stuff. Well, it was like, well, it's more like PTSD, like it's a coerced confession. Like the, yeah, the like, idea that Batman's coming for me again, if I say, you know, if I don't confess is, is a bad thing. Um, the part I was trying to get is the, the, you only, uh, it only alludes to how bad Batman beats Victor freeze when he catches him. Right. And in this black label, um, this is a book where we can finally book, see it. <laughs> you could, you would be able to see that. Like you would see the, the, the bloody knuckles or, uh, the the probably bone exposure that Batman in, did on Victor Freeze in that scene because even and this is all taking place after Catwoman left him and they he, and Bat Batman is even saying like my mind wasn't in the right place it's because yeah, of I'm that that incident pissed. so so there's this idea that in this black label you could get that those scenes in Batman it's not necessarily a different Batman it's just the the scenes of Batman that you don't normally read because. It's kind of a book for all ages. Yeah, well, and see, and, and I'm glad you're you're talking about that way because you're right. Like that's like I don't mind seeing that stuff. I don't like uh, I've uh, even in Tom King's run and and Catwoman New Fifty Two Issue One. You know, we see Bruce and Selina having sex on the rooftops. You know, you sh- you see like vast amounts of like skin. You're not seeing the naughty bits. You know, and it's one of those things where it's like I mean I don't care, but I imagine I'd feel. I'd be worrisome about kids being exposed to that at a younger age because mm-hmm. Batman is a book that I want to make sure anybody from like five to, you know, a thousand and five can appreciate it. But you're right. You don't want to be putting too much of that grim and gritty into those books because it's like, do you want a seven year old to be reading Watchmen? No, not necessarily. No. You know, because I don't think they're going to get. Well, they're, they're definitely know, not going to be able to understand the, the nuances the and complexity, the, the yeah, complex, yeah. complexity of that storyline yeah. and why Dr. Manhattan is just floating around with his penis out. Yeah, you know, and so it's things like that where I see that and, you know, it's just like, wow, you know. But yeah, like this was a line that it's like, okay, this is the book that can give us that stuff, that can go hardcore, that can be max, you know. And But I also have to say, I also think that. You know, our country is a little too puritanical in, in, the, in the idea that we've had Batman around for, what, 70 years? And yeah. for 70-plus years, and someone else said this on the internet. Uh, obviously, everybody said something on the internet. But I read this off of someone else's tweet. We had Batman around for 70-plus years, and, I mean, he's solved just about every problem that he's ever had with his fist, you know, beating his way uh, through bad guy after bad guy. And, you know, we get to the point where he, he shows... It's not even a sexual act. He's just disclothing, disro- disrobing, and people are getting way too upset about it i think well because this is the age of the internet because like i said i mean could you imagine like thank god watchman was published back in 86 or 87 86 85 yeah whatever like because all that the internet would have focused on was not the complexity of the story not what it's asking you they would have been like oh there's a blue penis (laughs) you know because even the movie got that right yeah it's like oh my god like that's a shame that you're missing out on such beautiful stories such beautiful art because and you're right, you know, we, we do have some, you know, values that can make us a little bit prudish sometimes. Um, 
you know, because this is, this is clearly labeled, you know, this is a mature level book that, you know, this is not something that <clears throat> you hope some kid going to a comic book shop is going to plop down his money for. Right. And plus, I mean, it's not a cheap book as well. I imagine it's five ninety five or higher for right. that price point, yeah. you know, but. So I, I, I just wanted to bring it up just to, just so that we talked about it, just to see, you know. Yeah, well, because I'll be honest it. with you, like, because of all this, like, controversial talk, it kind of made me, it, that's what's delayed me from reading it. Because I want to make sure I appreciate it for its value. Because, like, Lee Brahermo's art is amazing I stuff. do like his art. Oh, my God. Like, I, when he does variant covers, I'll try to track him down. Um, right before he did this, his last work on Batman. And, I mean, I know he did, like, variant covers and stuff. Mm -hmm. But he did um, uh, a one-shot hardcover original graphic novel novel of Batman Noel. Uh, he wrote it and he drew it and it was just amazing. It was awesome. I mean, the story's a little faltering and I mean, you know, give him credit. He's, you know, he's covering a hundred percent of it. So that's hard sometimes. Like when the more eyes you have on it, the more catches and things like that, but it was just beautiful. And, and this, like, I'm, I'm very intrigued. Like, I, you know, like I don't take it to heart because like I did flip through it. And, like, I saw the way they portrayed Dead Man. It's interesting. I don't like it, but it's interesting, you know. Like, basically, once he jumps in a body, you can see the person, like, kind of, like, all veined out. And they look like they're on drugs. Mm. You know, then, as a matter of fact, they start getting sick. And if Dead Man stays too long, then they do start, you know, throwing up and going into sweats and stuff like that. Uh, Zatanna, she's a street magician, you know. And, like, from what I heard, somebody was saying, like, she didn't even say anything backwards once. You know, John Constantine's in there. Well, of course, he's the badass, and he's normal because it's John. Right. right. Um, but, you know, so I'm very interested. Like, I'll be honest with you, too. I was going to pass when the solicitations came out and it came time to do the orders. I was going to pass, but they said Dead Man was in it. So I said, okay, that. So Dead Man is what made me buy this, buy this book. And I'm glad I did because if I had jumped on it last minute because of this penis controversy, like now copies are being sold like $100. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's ridiculous. I mean, especially when they announce, hey, we're not any future reprints of it is not going to have, is going to be censored out, then yeah, that, that you just yep, you made just somebody's gold. fucking uh, wallet explode. Yep. I, I didn't jump on it. I didn't order it because I'm not a fan of Azarello. I just don't like his writing. Yeah. I, it's just not, it's not a thing for me. Um, knowing that it's got Zatanna in it, maybe I go back and at least read the digitals, you know, just, yeah. to, just to read that. But I don't know. Uh, it, I just wanted to, wanted to bring it up cause I just feel like it's a story that, that, that really hit big with, uh, you know, comic books in, in the news right now. So I wanted to see, I, I saw something else was that, you know, I, a lot of the people that I looked up on Twitter, you know, they, they wouldn't say, they wanted to say that, Oh, you know, it's unfortunate that it's being bogged down by all this uh, yeah. controversy because the book actually is really good. Well, that's how I feel. Like, because honestly, like I'm looking at it, like to me, this is like, a, and I, I, I don't want to dumb it down, but it's an Elseworlds. You know, right? Like, I'm no. looking at this. It's an Elseworlds. You know, this is Batman is accused of killing the Joker. Joker's dead. Maybe, maybe not. Like, this is not one of the books that goes in. You know, like, oh, this took place between issue 58 and 59. You know, this is its own thing, but it's right. in its own world. So it's like, okay, you know. Um, so I appreciate that. I'm I'm excited about it. I want to see the mystery. Uh, the last page, you know, basically like the Joker up on the cross, you know. It's like, oh, wow, this is crazy. <laughs> you know, so I'm excited. But you're right. It are there. I agree with them, you know, that it's like it just got bogged down, that it's like there's so much more in this book, but all they're going to talk about is that one panel on that <laughs> one page. And then uh, I saw one person point out, and she, I don't know if she, uh, this person on Twitter, if she was if she's an actual uh, medical person or not, but she said, because the panel right before you see it, he's talking to his computer and it says something about uh, 
uh, uh, uh, heart rate and the computer says, you know, 120 over 80 or something like that. And she's like, that's blood pressure. That's not, that's not a heart rate. I can't get past this. <laughs> I just thought that was hilarious. Uh, all right. So let's one funny one, one okay. last thing that I found funny. So I guess Lee was at a convention and people are actually taking the book and having him sign it and specifically having him signing that page. Who's that? So Jim, Jim Lee? Lee? No, Lee Brahermo. Oh, Lee. They oh, were sorry, taking him to, and I, if I, I think I remember either he tweeted or somebody, but he was like, yeah, I'm signing a bunch of penises. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, you're going to be the first person to, to draw uh, Bruce Wayne's penis, like <laughs> in an actual DC comic book. I have to assume uh, that you're gonna you're gonna have to sign a lot of penises from that day forward. Yep. <laughs> uh, all right. All that being said, let's talk about what's on the spinner rack this week. Okay, so it's Wednesday, the best day of the week. Get your wallets ready. Let's see what's out there. Um. So let's see. From DC Comics, we have the Action Comics 1000 Deluxe Edition hardcover. Now I hope this is the correct version of it because this thing has been a nightmare from all the way back before 1000 hit with its solicitations. So this should be the actual 1000 issue with a couple extra bonuses, all the features and stuff like that. Um, I'm excited about it. I, I love gimmicky things like this. Action Comics 1003 will be out as well. We will have Batman Beyond number 24, and this is definitely setting you up for the Batman Beyond Joker that will be coming. Batman Night Quest, the Crusade Volume 1 trade paperback. So this is continuing on with that nine trade paperback series about the 25th anniversary of Nightfall. Right. And so this one will be Gene Paul Valley as the Azrael Batman, Asbat. So now this is where he goes on his grim and gritty crusade. Detective Comics 989 will be out, continuing on with The Outsiders. Doomsday Clock is hitting the seventh issue. I've been waiting for this one because this is the one that has the green lantern with the blue moth on it. So I'm very intrigued because we know moths are drawn to light. I'm guessing the blue moth is representing uh, Dr. Manhattan. So does the Golden Age draw Dr. Manhattan to the DC Universe? Is that why we have no JSA? I don't know. A lot of questions. So I am very excited to read this one. Uh, Flash 55 will be out there as he explores new powers and items like that. We will also have a big book. This is probably going to be the top book of the week. Heroes in Crisis number one will be out there. Um, get yourself a copy of this because at, at the very least, you can hold on to this first issue and it'll say issue one of seven. We now know it'll be a nine-parter. Um, I'm actually excited about this. I know there's been a lot of talk. A lot of people are like, oh, here comes another DC gimmicky death or you know, here comes a book exploiting you know something. I, I think it's neat. Like I Personally, I think it's kind of like I always love those issues when heroes would go through something traumatic and they're there with their friends or teammates to talk about it you know the x-men they always handled it through baseball or basketball you know i love those issues so now it's kind of neat to see the dc universe so go through that any any speculation coming off of that so i believe so i, I like bleeding cools thrown out some stuff there and they've kind of influenced my my train of thought so i do believe we probably will lose roy harper i don't know if we'll lose him in issue one but i think he's going to be one of the characters uh you and i were having that chat right and we were talking about the cover and all the characters on there and it's funny because body language can say something and then obviously the lack of people who are there could say something but it did it did surprise me with roy harper being on the cover and the way he had his hat and he was just looking down mm -hmm. so that one makes that really kind of makes me think okay he's probably a victim um which I, would, I wanted to say is that uh, because uh, I read the latest uh, Green Arrow, I think right. it's the latest Green Arrow, uh, in, in that you have Roy and Ollie kind of like 
really repairing their relationship with each other. Oh, so that's scary. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then to the point where, like, you know, uh, Oliver Oliver is bringing up the fact that um, Martian Manor gave him that box at the end of uh, Oh yeah, that's right. No, no justice, justice yeah. to be like, hey, look, if um, the Justice League gets out of hand, you know, for whatever reason, you stop us. You're the one that has to stop us. Uh, which reminds me a lot of you know. Clint Barton having to stop the the Hulk if it ever comes to it kind of thing. <laughs> you get an arrow, I get a box. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he in that issue, uh, Oliver is re- like throughout the whole ep- issue, he's sitting there like, oh, I'm going to tell Roy that I have this box and that if anything ever happens to me, that he's the one that has to take up the the mantle of of doing that. And he never gets to because like you know whoever attacks and then you know something comes up and he never gets around to it so he writes a letter to Roy saying hey and even in the issue like he's like hey Roy I need to talk to you about something and Roy's like oh I, I've been wanting to tell you about Sanctuary I assume you found out and stuff like that you know I went there just to try and you know fix fix myself something so obviously wow. there's already that huge yeah, uh, connection there but like uh he writes a letter at the end of the issue and he's like uh, basically it's a letter saying hey look if uh if uh, something ever, wherever it happened to me, go to this place, find this box, or find this thing. Like he doesn't say, he doesn't go into it saying, "Hey, he tell him what it is." He doesn't write down say, "Hey, this is the J, this is the JLA fucking kill button right here," or anything like that. So oh. it's it's gonna be. I think. I mean, obviously they're they're setting up Roy big for this. Whatever this is gonna happen to him. Now I'm very curious. Like I wonder why he went there. Like is he feeling drugs again? Or because Lillian doesn't exist, right? His daughter, right. So I, I mean, think you know. it, I think it was more of a anger thing. Like I okay. think it's um, the last I saw of him. Well, he was just recently in the last is- latest issue of uh, Red Hood and the Outlaws. So you got you know uh, Jason Todd just killed Penguin, oh, wow. and uh, their invisible headquarters that floats above Gotham is coming crashing to the ground because Bizarro has lost his intelligence. Uh, and um, and Artemis is kind of like trying to f- is freaking out because the security system is attacking her inside that headquarters because once again Bizarro has lost his intelligence and uh, essentially Batman has come to stop Red Hood like he's like look you you fucked up I, I gave you the the freedom to work in my city as long as you didn't kill anybody and you wouldn't kill the Penguin and so the two of them are fighting and like even to the point where like Batman kicks him so hard he shatters the the helmet the helmet and he's like you've never kicked or hit anybody like you know one of your bad guys as hard as you hit me right now and 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 uh you know he's he's done at the very end he's about to die and uh or get arrested or something like that and then uh roy shows up at the end and goes come on buddy let's get out of here and like you know fucking takes him away that's interesting you know i kind of find it funny because you know Usually it was Dick and Roy that had a good relationship right. as friends, mm-hmm. and now it's it seems like it's really being set for Jason and Roy. I almost wonder if they're gonna they're gonna put in that like that uh, Red Hood and the Outsiders that they had was it was it Outsider or was it always Outlaws because it was Outsiders wasn't it? When, I could have sworn it was Outsiders when they did it in New Fifty Two. Yeah, I could've yeah, sworn it was, it was him, Starfighter. No, it Starfire. was Outlaws. Was it Outlaws yeah, then too? It was. Okay, so it was him, Roy, and 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 Starfire. Starfire yeah, which so, again are. Dicks people. Yeah. Yeah. Which makes me wonder if that is in, that new, that team is in, in continuity or not. Yeah. I don't know. That's so. interesting. So there's, there's those things. Yeah. So, well, definitely the seeds are there. So, yeah. So I feel Roy. Um, there's been a lot of talk of Wally. And obviously, it was a big setup after the Flash War that mm-hmm. Barry's like, you should go there. Um, people have been talking Wally will die. I think Wally will die, but he's not going to stay dead. 
you know, it'll be something like, because you just gave him back, you know, you just established him as the greatest Flash of all. Uh, I think he'll be, you know, killed or, you know, it'll be something like he's taken off the table and the rumor, if you're okay with spoilers and if you're not fast Well, forward, it's a rumor, though. It's not a spoiler. Well, it's a rumor. Okay, I guess yeah, that's Is true. it a spoiler? Or is well, it something it's, that it's, it's been potential confirmed? for who could be okay, the killer. A, yeah, so, so it's, it's still a rumor. It's a rumor. If you if you like to stay completely unspoiled, you know, go ahead and skip forward in a minute. But, like, this is just a rumor. that We have no idea if it's true or not. Yeah, it's so something that's out there in the ether. Basically, it's Zoom is going to be the killer. And Zoom could be impersonating Wally. So maybe it's, you know, oh. Zoom takes Wally off the field, does all these things. You know, because maybe it's kind of a twist on the fact that nobody remembers Wally. Mm-hmm. And now he's going to be like, well, in that case, I'll make you infamous. That's my speculation. In which Zoom is Wally's reverse flash. Evil, yeah, that's, yeah that's so. his, his nemesis. So, yeah. So, I don't know. I am definitely excited. Like, that's going to be tough because those are two major books, Heroes in Crisis and Doomsday Clock, that I want to be reading. Mm-hmm. But I just wish, like, by now, and I mean, no offense to the, the, the creative behind Doomsday Clock, but it's like, man, by now we should have been reading issue 11 or, you know, right. darn near close to the end as right. opposed to just over the halfway point. But, uh, anyways, moving along. Justice League Dark will be coming in at issue three. And then here's the big one. I don't like that book. Yeah. Justice League Dark, I'm, what, on issue three, I think? Well, issue three is coming out, so issue you're on three, two, so, so I'm on issue two. Uh, yeah, it's it's not fun. It's not what I want. It's not. I want a I want a magic book from DC. Well, I exactly, want something, and that doesn't seem like a magic. It's book. not. You know, like, like the, two of the member, three of the members are. I mean, okay. I don't know. Do you consider Wonder Woman a magic ca- character? No. I mean, like, she I is mean, brought she's to, like myth and lore. Yeah, but not magic. Not magic. And I know that's drawing a line. It's but, a, it's a very fine line, but it know. is there. And then, so then you also have Man Bat. Like, Man Bat, why is he... Yeah, he's science. He's completely science. And then there's Bobo, which is is a talking monkey, but I don't think he's talking because of magic. I thought it was because of science. Yeah, that's what I always he's thought. He's de- like Detective he was, Chimp. Yeah, that's you what know? I thought they were painting his last origin as. You know, so, was, I mean, you get you get Zatanna, and you get John Constantine, and you get uh, Swamp Thing, which I... The last issue, I did really like how they drew Swamp Thing. I thought that was pretty awesome. The Alan Moore version? <laughs> I don't, is it the Alan Moore version? Well, he looks like Alan Moore. He does look like Alan Moore. You're right. I didn't even think about that. I, I was wish like, you why guys could have seen Mitch's face right now. That's <laughs> <laughs> that moment when you twist the key and the door opens. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know why. I was like, that face looks so familiar. It's like, yep, they drew him as Alan Moore. That makes complete sense. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> Go back a minute on this podcast and re-listen to that genuine <laughs> reaction right now. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I dig it. I think that's a great homage to the character. I think that's very neat. But you're right. I mean, like, this is a book I want to be buying. This is a book I want to be liking. And it's like you have so many mystical characters. Why isn't Blue Devil there? Not, not there. Uh, Man Bat, Ragman. Uh, Man Bat, sorry. Uh, Dead Man, uh, uh, Ragman. There's all kinds of characters. Dr. Fate, at the very least. I mean, he like, did show up just now in, yeah, in issue but, I mean, two, but he's the bad guy. He's yeah. Uh, fucking Naboo is the bad guy. Once again, Naboo has taken over Kent Nelson's yeah, body. Yeah. Like, how how is it that you don't have safeguards against this? Well, I mean, it's like one minute you're telling us, you know, essentially the hero is Kent. Right. And now all of a sudden, no, it's Naboo. And then, of course, Naboo's evil. And right. It's like, come on, man. Really? <laughs> this is lame. And I mean, how is Black Adam or Shazam not on this book? You know, right. like if that, we're gonna like that right should have there. been your Wonder Woman character. The I'm Wizard sorry. Shazam you know, yeah. is fucking Maybe he could be their guide. Something. Yeah, you know, something. I mean, you got a movie coming. But anyway, so yeah. Uh but speaking of weird Justice League books, Justice League Odyssey will finally launch. We'll get I was our gonna first say, issue I have there. not read that issue yet, and yeah. that's because it hasn't come out yet. <laughs> yep. So you're gonna have Azbats on that team. Right. Uh Dark Side on that team. He's not a bat though. He doesn't have the Bazbat 
costume, does he? He doesn't. Like his, his costume looks very similar to his Asbat costume. Is it blue I think or he red? Might even, it's going to be the gold and red one. Okay, so then it's an Azrael costume. Yeah, it's more an Azrael costume, but it almost kind of looks like right, right. that one. Like, he definitely, he doesn't have his classic image, that's for Right, sure. yeah. You know? But something I was thinking about, and I was like, man, you know, we got all these Green Lanterns, and okay, another hero that might be taking the dirt nap in Heroes is Kyle. And I'm thinking to myself, like, well, how is Kyle not, like, on the Odyssey book? Like, I think Jessica is, you know? So, I mean, we've got Dark, we've got Odyssey, we've got Justice League, you know? So, it's like, Did they, start putting they, some of the Lanterns on these teams. They don't have Justice League of America anymore? No, no. That they got, got canceled? That got canceled. Okay. Uh, which is smart. You don't, you're either Justice League or you're Justice League of America. Yeah, uh, I don't have know, both. Don't, I don't think it was. like I, it, it got played up nice. You know, and it could have led to like Why their did, version of Civil War. I didn't understand that one. It's like Batman's Justice League with... Well, Justice League of America. So when they did... I like the way they did it in New 52. Like basically that was Amanda Waller's Justice League. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, I remember She went that. after all the people. And had like, Steve Trevor as their liaison yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, I was fine with that. But I like the Batman one where he oh, just Batman took a bunch of just, Suicide Squad members and made it his Justice League. He was like, yeah. nah, I'm, I'm okay. So it's called Outsiders. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so but anyway so I, i'm very curious I'll, I'll definitely take a look through this one because i, I want to see what dark Side's going to play in this well point. here you go so at the end of heroes of crisis you have jason todd roy harper kyle rayner and donna troy all go off and make their own titans team that's going to be bopping around in in other dimensions or some shit <laughs> Like these are, I mean, these are the characters that have no place right now. Well, and you know, they they played with that idea. Those that was the challengers, uh, Jason, yes, Donna, when, during Kyle, countdown. during countdown, yeah. And it was like I liked or that 52. idea. Yeah, no, countdown, countdown, okay, it was countdown. countdown. Yeah. And it was like that was awesome, and I really liked that idea that they're the ones kind of exploring the the new fifty two and all the different multiverse. Mm-hmm. You know, that could have been your Justice League Odyssey right there. But no, let's just put them somewhere else or kill them. That's the way to go. Uh, but anyway, so yeah. Uh, but one neat thing, uh, Justice League Odyssey will have a variant cover by Terry and Rachel Dodson. They are great artists. So I love do yourself their art. a favor. Yeah. Pick that up if you can. Uh, let's see. Moving Ooh, I wonder along. if I got the, the cover, the regular cover or the Dodson cover. Well, if you picked A, you got the regular. If you picked B, then you got the Dodsons. Mm. And you know, that's what's tough. Like, I really wish they would release the art at the same time if you're going to do this two-cover system. Right. Because they definitely work to get the regular cover out, but they don't show us the variant cover. And I hate that because there's some cases where the variants are really cool. Like, I want to say Hal Jordan and the GLC. They really want you to take that gamble they for do. some reason. And some of them are just god-awful yeah. covers. Um, but that when they did, like, there was one that was so bummed. It was at Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps. I want to say, like, issue 47 or 48. And it was just such a neat cover by Tyler Kirkham. And it basically has Hal, like, on one knee, and he's lifting up the world. Yeah. I was like, oh, that was so cool, as opposed to the regular cover. But anyways, I mean, they got me for both because I'm always going to buy cover A. You know, I, I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a weird stickler like that. But anyways, <laughs> moving along. Uh, Terrific's number eight. Titans number 26 and Wonder Woman 55 will be out as well. So a lot of books there. So not too bad. God, we're uh, on, not we're a lot on of eight issues edition. for Terrifics already? Yeah. Well, uh, to me, honestly, I feel like only eight issues. But then again, I really haven't been keeping up with post uh, metal. Yeah. Like metal happened and I don't know what happened. <laughs> uh, but anyways, on the other side of the fence, we've got Marvel Comics coming at us. Amazing Spider-Man issue six. I've been loving this. I've been enjoying it a lot. Um, Avengers Forever will be getting a new edition trade paperback. If you haven't read the story, I would definitely say put it on your your books to read. Um, like I know myself as a fan, a, a hardcore Avengers fan, people are always like, "Oh, you should read the Kree Skull War, Kree Scroll War," War yeah. and I should. 
But I just go back into it, and it's so entrenched in its like late 60s, early 70s-ness that I can't get past it. So I, unfortunately, I miss out on a great story. Um, but Avengers Forever, I think, will be fine. It's Chris Bacalo art and Kurt Busiek writing it, and it's just a tour de force to the Avengers and everything. It's even a time-displaced Avengers team. Uh, we have the the heroes return giant man and wasp on this team along with the crazy yellow jacket hank pym on this team Mm -hmm. uh we have a hawkeye who he just gave up his powers or yeah he just gave up his goliath powers we have a captain america who just learned one of the leading officials was a evil secret empire guy i mean it's just it's awesome i enjoyed that so i would recommend pick yourself up one uh, ben Riley, the Scarlet Spider-Man issue twenty-four is out there, so I, I'm excited where this book's at right now. I mean, I know it's going to end, but I think this is going to be a really great um, exploration of the soul, and it's interesting because it's a clone. Do clones have souls? So I'm, I'm getting a little bit more than I, I would, bargained for. With I would this have book. to say that. I mean, in that that book alone, you you have to assume that Ben Riley does have a soul. I mean, death shows up, says you know you're getting oh, yeah. you're, you've got a you got blackness on your soul. You know it's. Your soul's been through a lot. It's traumatized. It ha- you have to say that he Don't does. Don't send him to sanctuary. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I, I, I think so. I, I really enjoy Peter David's take on what he's doing. At first, I was very worried about the book, and I've I've come around. It's been great. Like, I like I love when characters go on a journey or an epic. Kind of like basically Hal Jordan with his whole Parallax Inspector stuff. And to me, this is one of those for Ben Riley, where he went through, you know, being killed, being brought back to life, killed 27 times, becoming the new Jackal, trying to bring life back, and then ultimately like being told you're a bad guy for it. I, I think it's been fantastic. So I honestly just, I just want, I want more Kane. Like, oh, I, Kane is a character I, I really enjoy. Out of uh, book. I wish, like, I hope after Spider Geddon, I hope they do something. Like, I hope neither one of them gets hurt. Mm-hmm. Kane will be on the I think it's the Web Force book and then I saw one of the covers to spider Gavin has uh, Scarlet Spider on there Ben on there um, I hope they both survive this and I would say after this like you know give us a badass team you know maybe even revive the title Web Slingers and it's Kane it's Ben it's Gwen you know Miles or something you know have the four of them on there you know have them in there whatever the great word for a pack of spiders is you know <laughs> like use that I, I would buy the hell out of that book and it'd be great to learn more about characters as well uh, let's see Black Panther issue four is out there I've been hearing good stuff about that book Domino is getting her first annual so that's going to be good for her book I, I think you were mentioning you're reading it. I read stuff. that book it is a good book and so lately the annuals have been good. So my fingers are crossed that this will continue that legacy. Uh, Edge of Spider Geddon number four of four will be out there. So this will complete the prelude and then we'll get ready to buckle our safe belts and get ready for whatever they're going to throw <laughs> at us. Extermination number three will be out. This is a book I recommend. I highly recommend it. Um, issue one and two have just been crazy. Um, I obviously I'm a huge Cyclops fan, so I'm very much with anticipation what's going to happen to the O five. Um, I think this book is going to be great. So I'm let hopeful. me ask you this: with the uh, extermination one, which is the only thing I've read so far, I haven't read two yet. Extermination number one, you have uh, the big re- big reveal at the end. If you, if people don't know, I think we even talked about it last week. But uh, the big reveal at the end, the person going around killing these these uh, mutants is Cable. Yes. But it's a different version of Cable, not the Cable that ends up getting killed in the book. Uh, but it's not like a different ver- like a different dimension. It's a different point in the timeline. 
Maybe. Honestly, like something that's crazy and we haven't seen yet. Like, look at his arm. You don't know if he has the TO virus. Right, because it's covered up. Yeah. And, you know, so this is going to be real interesting. Like, is he, you know, is he the cable that would have existed had young Gene and young Scott stayed in the timeline? Uh, is he just cable at the age of 26 saying, I'm fucking tired of 54-year-old me going <laughs> into the, you know, like there's so much mystery behind his character. And then you also have to take into account that it's not Nate Summers who's uh the son of maddie and scott yeah but from another dimension right the one that's X-Man. oh you're talking okay eight well x-man is nate gray nate gray i'm and sorry he's yeah. the yeah he's the test tube baby of scott and gene from the age of apocalypse world right yeah because i mean obviously there's and he's younger those are the right, two different yeah. versions of the character so this is either a third different version another version from a different timeline or one that's in this this timeline but from a different point in the timeline we gotta start renaming them so like you know think about it in terms of television we started with cable so then we could call one like digital cable <laughs> one will be analog or, high, you speed. Know, high speed uh, <laughs> high def cable. fiber optic <laughs> yeah. um which I think is kind of okay. So not that I'm hating on the story at all, but to me it feels like the same thing they've done twice within this year right now. So you have Gamora over on uh, Infinity War. Okay. Who it's the the Gamora that's that's kill, going around killing people for the stones isn't not necessarily the same Gamora that was that was part of the the Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Well, we don't know. Like, obviously, something's wrong with her because we found out that part of her soul is still left behind. And that's the older lady the that's inside the soul gem, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so the Gamora that we are seeing, no, this would have been the Gamora that we've been reading. Right. But what's wrong with her? You know, something's happening. Because even, like, Thanos is inside her head. See, because I was thinking, when I was reading that first, I mean, was it the first issue? No, it's the last issue of Infinity Countdown, I think, where you have... Uh, you see the the masked figure at the beginning getting her sword from the dwarf that makes the weapons, mm-hmm. right? And uh, then you cut to the guardians talking about the the stone that um, Drax has. Which, okay. one, which one is that? Uh, power? Uh, power stone. Power stone. And she's like, you know, let me let me touch it or something like that. So obviously, how could she be in two places at the same time? Like that to me, that's well, maybe stuff's time displaced. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, like I see what you're you're right. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and thinking about that, like it it definitely deserves a reread. And, but see, that's what I'm getting at. The time displays, like you have both characters in both books, the, the, the misdirect of like, Oh, it couldn't be cable because cable's getting killed. Well, it is. It's just, it might be a a cable from a different part, part of his timeline. This is not, you know, it's not Gamora because she's right here. Well, it is because it's it's Gamora that's used the time stone and is from a different point in the timeline or something like that. That's true. And then you have Thanos in infinity war, you know, as he's before he gets killed by Gamora, she, he's like, Oh, it's okay. I've seen the future version of myself and I live and I, and I rule everything. So, but I'm not going to make, I'm not going to let, I'm, or I'm not going to become that Thanos. I'm going to become my own Thanos kind of thing. And well, you know, the, well, is it him? Is it not him? It's because he gets his head chopped off. So the time displaced thing, it's like, to me, it's three, (laughs) it's not exactly the same, but it's three of the same things within this, within this. They're very, very similar. You're right. No, like laughing at it because even like I'm laughing with Spider-Man and Daredevil right now, you know, it's like, yeah, they both have two versions of of themselves running around and it's like, damn Marvel, you know, like I remember them giving DC such shit. You know, when it was like, oh, you've got how many Supermen running around? It's like, well, how many Spider-Men do you have running around? You know, because <clears throat> you got Pete, you got 
Spider-Man, mm-hmm. you know, then you got Miles, and I know Miles isn't clone, but he is a Spider-Man. Right. You know, you got Ben and Kane, you know, I mean, it's yeah. like, yeah. You, you have Spider-Gwen. Yep. Yeah, well, yeah, then if we start doing Spider-People, necess- yeah. oh my God, it goes even more <laughs> so, yeah, you know, I mean, it's like, you know, I used to remember the, the big tagline was always that, who is Donna Troy? Nowadays, it's like, who the hell is Spider-Woman? <laughs> <laughs> But, so um, oh, go ahead. Yeah, no, that's just. I, I just thought it was interesting. Not, like I'm, like I'm not knocking the story. I, I am enjoying Extermination, uh, Infinity War. You know, however you want to put it. But it's just interesting that they they're editing is like, yeah, let's go ahead and kind of have the same story happening everywhere. Yeah, well, it is funny, you know. So I mean, it's like, are they giving us double the Marvel so that way they can <laughs> see which version we like? I don't know, but yeah, you're right. Um, but okay, but talking about Guardians of the Galaxy, and I guess if you want to jump on this and and figure it out as we do. Now, this is a big purchase, and I'm pro it. Um, I think it was great. So they're doing a Guardians of the Galaxy by Jerry Duggan Omnibus, and this one has everything. It has the free comic book day issue that started it off, the all-new Guardians book that was launched right after Secret Wars, the 12 issues. Then it got legacy numbered, and so it went to issues 146 through 150. Um, it was beautiful. I mean, like you have uh, – I can't think of the artist right off the top of my head um, – but he did the Superman truth and he is just amazing. Like his art is very, very uh, just gorgeous looking stuff. And I, I, I'm glad I have all those issues. And I think I actually did order this omnibus because I want to put this right next to my, um, uh, whatchamacallit, my Mr. Miracle hardcover, mm-hmm. because it's like, here's a great taking of these characters and putting them on some stories. And I mean, to me, that run of Guardians was not throwaway stuff. It's just rather unfortunate that it got treated that way because it's like, oh, well, this came after the Secret Wars and it just built, bridged the gap between Secret Wars to Infinity Wars. But hell of a book. A lot of great stuff that was going on there. Uh, a lot of great character depth. Like, the journey that Drax goes on is awesome. Like, when you understand why he becomes a pacifist, it's like, wow, that was really cool. So, I mean, it's 75 bucks, but these omnibuses, they're fantastic books. Uh, obviously, shop around so you can get yourself a deal. But I would recommend if you're on the fence, it's worth making the purchase. Uh, but moving along, so we've got Infinity Wars Iron Hammer. So we will learn the adventures of the Stark Odinson as he <laughs> explores his new world of two, two worlds crammed into one. So that's a two-parter, so we'll have issue one. Uh, if you just want the Stark version of things, Iron Man Armor Wars, which was very much a major turning point in the life of Tony Stark. Uh, they are reprinting the trade paperback, so you'll get a new edition there. Marvel 2 and 1, number 10, will be out as well. Moon Knight will be at issue 199, so those are always exciting because that's leading to a big anniversary. Old Man Hawkeye, part 9, will be out. Old Man Logan, issue 48, will be out. And as we know, Old Man Logan will be being sent back. So, again, here's another where you're talking about that. It's like, we have the return of Wolverine, but we have Old Man Logan. And (laughs) you'd think Old Man Logan would want to be like, well, let me go help me. Younger version of me, yeah. Something to that effect, yeah. Um, Peter Parker, the Spectacular Spider-Man, issue 310, will be out there. And uh, if I remember correctly, I think this is actually the last issue. Uh, This run, I am so pissed at myself for not getting it um, because Chip got on this book and it was great. And like, I'm trying to cut back and, you know, like right now I'm having a hard time deciding, do I drop action or do I drop Superman? Uh, just because since the two books aren't really connected, there's no reason to get overkill. But this book, like I hope they do an omnibus and I could definitely see picking it up. Chip Zardaski did some awesome stuff. This is where we actually saw J. Jonah Jameson discover 
Spider-Man is Peter Parker. Right. Or I guess more Spider-Man told him that he was Pete. Uh, that was a fantastic issue. Dealt with a lot of great stuff. Uh, this one is also really cool because the variant cover will be done by Chip Zardaski himself. So wow. he's also an artist. That's also the one where we got the fake proposal from Felicia, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Kind of. Well, that's what's great about Chip Zardusky. Like, if you're not following him on Twitter, do yourself here. Follow him. He is such a quippy guy. Like, he's the perfect voice for Spider-Man, you know, because he just does. He comes out there and he's like, oh, this is big right now. Let me do it as well. <laughs> um, but anyways, moving along, Punisher issue two will be out there. So this is, again, Punisher going back to his street level smartness. Sentry issue four will be out, and I apologize. I thought the edge of the spider edge of the spider geddon was going to give us some breathing time. No, spider geddon zero will be out. You know, and I love how they call this zero of five. No, then that means it's a six part miniseries. <laughs> but anyways, get all your spider geddon stuff. Uh, this is going to be fun. I'm excited for this one. I had wished that I read. Uh, what was the first spider verse? I remember right. reading it, but like sporadically and I tried to keep it in order so I could read it. I should have just made that a top priority book. So this time I'm learning and I'm going to do it better. Uh, Spider-Man Deadpool issue 39 will be out. That's been another book. That's kind of fun. I almost feel like a lot of people are, are really making a big push saying, okay, well we have mutants back. We have a lot of things that are restored back to the Marvel universe that were taken away. So, you know, what about the Mephesto thing? Is that going to be changed? I almost feel like it might happen, but in the Spider-Man Deadpool book of all places, because oh. Deadpool, if I remember correctly, I think he's aware of the deal, the pact. That would make sense. Yeah, he's a, he's like, got that comic awareness. Yeah, so he shouldn't know, but he does. <laughs> uh, all right, so some books that will save you money. The True Believers series. True Believers will be helping to celebrate Marvel Knight's 20th anniversary. So we will have Black Widow by Devin Grayson and J.G. Jones, issue one reprinted. Uh, Hellcats. Oh, I love J.G. Jones. Yeah, he's he's a great art. I haven't heard of him in a while. So Neither have I. if he's up to stuff. I hope everything's good. Uh, Hellcat's first appearance will be reprinted for a dollar. Luke Cage and the Fantastic Four will be reprinted. Uh, Punisher by N.S. Dillon and Jimmy Palmiotti will be out with its first issue reprint. Punisher War Journal, the newer one that was part of the Marvel Knights series, will get its first issue reprinted as well. A lot of good stuff there. Uh, Venom First Host will finally come to a conclusion with issue five. X-Men Blue will also come to a conclusion with its last issue of 36. I like this cover because it has young Cyclops finally doing the X above his head, basically signifying mm. Cyclops was right. <laughs> um, I need to go get this copy and then have somebody who is anti-Cyclops sign it and dedicated to <laughs> um, Just because I'm glad finally somebody's coming around. Uh, but this is a sad, this has been a sad two issues, issues 35 and 36, because they take place before extermination. So it's sad because you see Bloodstorm in the book and you're like, oh. Uh. Uh, X-Men Red will be out there as well. And then, of course, if you missed it in all its glory, the trade paperback is ready. You are Deadpool. That's right. You get to feel what it's like to be wacky and murderous. <laughs> <laughs> the Merc with your mouth. <laughs> You know, uh, before we move on to the next thing, I did want to say that I am reading Sentry, and I think I'm on issue two. Okay. Uh, that's that's a strange book. Like, I, I, I mean, I enjoyed the first time I read Sentry and, like, you know, what they ended up doing with him in, in Avengers book, but, or Avengers books. But uh, I'm it's it's a very strange book what they're doing this time around, and I'm, I'm kind of digging it. Uh, I'm on both Deadpool and Deadpool Assassin. Okay. And I thought that I was going to enjoy Deadpool more than I enjoyed Dead Deadpool Assassin, but the Deadpool Assassin book is really good. Honestly, that looked good. And I think it was Mark Bagley art as well. So he, Yes, yes it is. He's got a great storytelling ability in his panels. Yeah. So uh, that's the one that I'm enjoying a lot more. The, the regular Deadpool book, not so much. So 
uh, I, I can go without. <laughs> uh, but moving on, so that's everything that's on the spinner rack. Yep. That's Before we move there. on to uh, what we've been reading, maybe even instead of what we've been reading this week, uh, I want to talk about the the trailer for Captain Marvel. Okay. What did you think of it? You know, I didn't mind it. I I, I liked what I saw. I had to laugh because again, like. I guess we live in the age of something's got to be wrong. <laughs> and the whole like, oh, her not smiling was just so much. It didn't bug me. Like, I honestly, like, I, I didn't even notice it until people said something. Um, so, I, you know, moving past that, like to me, the cool part about that trailer. So I don't know if you remember during around the time of like the scroll invasion and whatnot. There was a little old lady and she was in a crowd and like all of a sudden she started speaking scroll and like Carol comes up like what? And the scroll lady just bops her one. Uh-huh. And this actress who plays the little old lady that's getting slapped by Captain Marvel, that looks spot on. <laughs> like bravo to you know the team behind making sure that panel comes to life. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I definitely want. To, I mean, don't I didn't definitely want to bring it up, but I, the fact that we we're going to talk about that, yeah, I didn't pay one attention to the fact that she didn't smile. Like that's not what I'm looking for in my comic book trailers. Yeah, for whatever reason. Like, yeah. I'm going to assume that at some point in the movie, she smiles, so good for her. Yeah, like, exactly. It's, that's not a thing that I'm worried about. Yeah, you're going to find moments of me not smiling. <laughs> I call it being at work. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, you got these people that came in, and, and it's definitely, um, it talks to the male toxicity, if that's what you want to call it, um, of people who constantly say, oh, you would look much prettier if you just smiled every once in a while kind of thing. <laughs> and And it's just like, it's not... This isn't the place for that. I mean, it's that there's no place for that ever. You don't need to tell anybody how to live their life. Yeah. But it's just it was it's such a weird thing that came up. I just loved the trailer. I thought the trailer was great. Like from the opening scene of the trailer of falling into the blockbuster, it's like, okay, well, we know where we're at. We're <laughs> definitely in the nineties. This is a thing. Well, this is this is this not is what's now. Going <laughs> not the last blockbuster. <laughs> oh no. no. <laughs> uh but no, I enjoyed this trailer a lot. I thought I, I was I, I'm looking forward to a lot of things. I know there's a lot of people who are not, I wouldn't say upset, but there are people that are not into the look of the scrolls in this. Uh, there's people who are calling it. They, it looks like uh, Vegeta from the, dra- the terrible <laughs> Dragon Ball movie. But they kind of looked that way anyway. You know what? I I never watched the Dragon Ball movie. I don't watch Dragon Ball, so I don't have any frame of reference. But I'm like, they they, they look close enough to scrolls. Like it, I mean, it doesn't look exactly like the ones you see in the comic books, but it's right. close enough for me. Yeah. Well, and plus, I mean, trailers are just that. They're just trailers. Yeah. I mean, how many times have we watched a trailer that told us something completely different and then you watch something else? I mean, oh, Suicide yeah. Squad. Yeah. Right there, there you go. Uh, and even not to just bag on DC, but even Avengers Infinity War. There was stuff we saw in the trailer that we did not see in the movie. But purposely. You know? yeah. yeah. And I mean, it's like, I don't want them to give me everything right then and there because then well, why am I buying a $10 ticket? <laughs> Honestly, that's I won't watch comic book movies i won't watch the trailer after the first one i watch the first one just to get myself hyped up right. but you know there's a, a second trailer a third trailer and then the final trailer that comes out usually comes out a week before the movie comes out i don't watch those ones and i always feel bad because i'm like this was so cool and i send it to you and i'm like oh crap was i supposed to not do that <laughs> <laughs> just because like i've watched so many movies that you can you can see things when, oh, when yeah. you're watching a trailer and you're like oh shit you can tell that's that's something in the third act that you really didn't want to know and you're starting my, my, my i can't stop my mind from piecing things together like yeah. ah stop so uh yeah and that's fine i'm never going to be upset that someone sends me something but i just i i purposely try not to watch yeah. the trailers after the first well, one and you're smart about doing that because like i tell you what that like lately i've gone to some movies where i haven't seen anything about the movie 
and you feel I much might better just about know it. The, the title and maybe not even know who's in it and it makes it that much better yeah because like okay i bagged on the predator i'm one of those people i just did not care for it but one of the coolest moments in the predator was when he went on the loony bus and i saw thomas jane i was like yeah thomas <laughs> jane this movie's gonna get better <laughs> i was wrong <laughs> uh i i would say that you were wrong i i enjoyed the hell out of that movie but that's another podcast folks <laughs> mitch drinks people i have to say something <laughs> right now <laughs> Uh, no, so uh, Jude Law in the movie. Yes. I still don't think it's out there officially who he's supposed to be playing. No, I think we are jumping, not necessarily we, but, you know, fandom is jumping on the whole idea that he is the original Captain Marvel. Right. If anything, I'm worried. I don't know why I got this or maybe just because of proximity, but I'm like, oh, my God, what if he's Guinness Vale? And what if they make Guinness Vale a bad guy? Wow. Well, see, you know, it's funny it's that you bring enough that name. Way. No, you're right. You're absolutely they could, right. They could do something. But then also because you got to like Marvel's been kind of playing this formula where it's OK. We have our like it's Hal and Sinestro. Mm-hmm. They want that, you know. And so it's like, well, who's that going to be for Carol? Obviously, Jude Law's character. Right. So he's got to be the bad guy. Ooh, I didn't think about that. But see, OK, so. One thing I, I mean, you definitely notice from the trailer is that, um, uh, what's his name? The, the fucking accuser. Okay. Ronan. Ronan. Yeah. Ronan's in the, in the book or in the movie and he's obviously Kree as we saw from yep. Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh yeah. He's all, yeah, yeah. So, uh, with him being Kree, what do you think of the Jude Law being a, uh, super scroll that's parading around as Captain Marvel. Oh my god, that'd be even more amazing. So then we get the beginning we of the Super, Super Scroll. We, we get have, the Skrulls you know, War. Yeah. So like I would uh, could, but then that also keeps it up to like we'll have a Super Scroll Marvel uh but then that means there is Jude Law could still play Marvel somewhere yep, in the in the timeline. And, exactly. No, I think that'd be great. That'd be awesome. Uh just and plus again we get more characters. I'm hopeful this time we see Ronan as a good guy. Because I felt so sad because like, okay, so back in the day, Guardians of the Galaxy was coming out, right? And I'm like, I can give two shits. You know, I don't care for the Guardians. I can tell you, I remember back when Annihilation came out. I remember the solicits and, uh, you know, our comic shop was like, oh, you know, you should probably get this. You like space. I'm like, I don't fucking like Marvel space. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I like space, but I do not like Marvel space. I hate it. Mm-hmm. And I passed on it. And I remember pulling the covers and I was like, man, this is some good art. This is interesting. But no. No, stay away. And then I went and saw Guardians of the Galaxy, and I was like, holy shit, that was cool. I like the Star-Lord guy, and I got as much stuff as I could. I went and bought the trades at the most expensive values. I went and bought the back issues of the same damn story that I've got in trade. <laughs> Annihilation was awesome, and Ronan was awesome. He was such a great character, and that's why it made me even more sad because it's like, oh, you had your moment, and they cast you as the villain. you know. But again, you know, as we get older, you know, it's not all black and white. You right. know, it's like, well, yeah, if you had to defend your race, what would you do? Maybe you would side with the devil like Thanos, where it's like, hey, I'm totally cool with you snapping and killing Earth. Just leave, you know, leave the Cree homeworld out of this. Right. You know, who knows? So, yeah. Yeah. So, so, uh, I'm excited. I, I just like I was I was I was already gonna go see the movie to be honest. Everybody knows that, but like I am totally all in after watching that trailer. Yeah. No, I am. All right, if we can now, can I toss the movie bits that are out yeah. there? So uh, the Joker. Um Oh well you know so like it's funny because I, I like Joaquin Phoenix. I think he's a great actor. I don't. Yeah. Well, you know, 
you got the predator. I hate Joaquin <laughs> Phoenix. There we go. But, but you know, but I think he's a great actor. I've, I've really appreciated him. Um, I do snicker when I see, you know, these actors are like, well, I had to put blackout curtains in my home and I only ate corn that way i could be angry all the time or whatever you know christian bale does it but damn that was a pretty cool batman yeah you know? and so you know when they put themselves to that it's like well hey whatever floats your boat you know i just i hope this is good story because i don't care how well you act it story will really be the selling point and i'll tell you what i like when they showed his like that a that Arthur Fleck picture, right? Eh, whatever. It's like, oh, it's just a picture of Joaquin Phoenix. That's cool, you know. But I, I understand what Todd Phillips is having to do. It's like, well, the fucking press is here and they're sending out all their shitty footage, so they're gonna ruin my movie before it comes out. Because honestly, we have not had good luck with the Joker. And I'm not saying that the actors did a bad job. I'm just saying that the minute it gets put out there, people get mad. Jack Nicholson, people didn't want his Joker at first. I still don't want his Joker. I still don't either. But <laughs> I mean, I wish he was younger because I want a Joker that's going to go toe to toe with Batman. Right. I, you know, and I mean, I like if if we had the Joker from The Shining, or Jack Nicholson from The Shining right. play the Joker, that'd be fucking amaze balls. Okay. You know, in my mind, I don't know if it really would have been, but I in my mind, I think it would right. be great. Uh, Heath Ledger, I'll admit, I was one of those people. I was like, fuck this, get it off the camera. This is dumb, but getting past the superficialness of it and then telling myself it's an Elseworlds, I was like, oh, well, I like this Nolan verse. Well, I mean, take into account that The Dark Knight with Heath Ledger as the Joker wasn't that long ago. It's, it's what, 2010, 2011, like that, somewhere yeah, around yeah. there? They were able to keep all that shit secret. I remember like the, the first official picture you saw of him was behind that uh, glass at the, right. the bank, and you couldn't really see anything. So like, And I remember really liking that one because he had that purple suit. Right. And I was like, oh, my God, we're going to see like a slim Joker that might be able to fight. So how why is it that today, 2008, it's not that far since, since they can't keep security and keep people from fucking well, getting things on the internet. There's a everybody's got a camera though. It, now. Everybody had a camera back but then too. Not as good. And honestly, I, I'd even fight that the 24 hour mainstream, the, the like mainstream, is a lot bigger. I mean, it's it's exponential growth. All right. Next year, what we're seeing now is going to be even more ridiculous. Next year, and then two years from now, you know, it's. I mean, people who work in the entertainment, oh my god! I mean, like, okay, bleeding cool. Like, I'll, I'll admit, I'm, you know, I'm a contributor because I'm constantly going to that site. But it's like it sucks for the creative because they go to San Diego Comic Con. You know, now they all want to sit down and have a drink afterwards. Well, you can't talk because everybody's got their phone on, and it's like, go ahead, give me some juicy details. You know, I mean, you know, I'm surprised everybody's just discovering bat penis. I knew that five years ago. No, I, <laughs> I didn't know. I'm not cool, uh, but. But anyways, but anyway, so going back to the main point. So <clears throat> I was real excited. I like that little laughing makeup test he did. Yeah, I thought the, that was great. But again, the music test. is what sold it for me. I was like, okay, that's cool. Uh, the makeup design, I'm like, eh, I don't really care for that, but whatever, you know. And I'll tell you what, I was very gung-ho until I noticed something when I rewatched the footage again. The Thomas Wayne for Mayor. Fuck! Now Batman's gonna be beating up an old guy again. I don't want that. Like to me, oh, you know, yeah. Batman existed before the Joker. Yeah, he should have. Like whatever you want to call him, Jack Napier or whatever. But Joker before he became the Joker, and we should never know his name. We should never know anything about him because, I mean, if I could ever go back and be like, look, origin. Even though it's a great story, I don't want it. Maybe cast it as you know, like you know, a what if, you know, like what what what. what you know, whatever the case is. But it's like the minute we know he's James Howlett, then why the fuck do we call him Logan? 
and Logan's badass, right. you know, and and yeah. now that he knows his whole life story, it's like, ah, you know, this is dumb. So I, I like not knowing. I don't want them to take that mystique away. And, uh, you know, so I was like, okay, well, I was going to get excited about this movie. You know, maybe they would do something like basically just do live action of the killing joke. You know, have them do the behind the scenes. We don't really get his name. And then you see him rise to being the prince, the, the clown prince of crime. That would have been great. But now that's like, well, now he's going to have a vendetta against Thomas Wayne and he's going to go. And I just I get tired of that because it's like, well, if Thomas Wayne is alive, then Bruce Wayne is like what seven, eight, right? He can't know? be, he can't be older than eight. Yeah, I mean, he can't be older than ten, whatever. Yeah, but yeah, I, by the end of this movie, you're gonna have the Joker. I mean, you should, yeah, you should at some point. But but Thomas Wayne is still alive, so yeah, the Joker in Batman comics does not happen until Batman kicks the Red Hood into the fucking acid. Yep. Which then again, we're not getting the bleach skin Joker again. We're getting makeup Joker again. Yeah, exactly. So. <sighs> Look, I, I know there's a lot of people out there that just really like the idea of the Joker and stuff like that, but this I I I am I'm a fan that is not calling for this movie. I'm sorry. Yeah. I just don't want it. No, I'll admit I was like I saw the picture of Joaquin Phoenix whenever that got released, like Thursday or Wednesday. Well, yeah, you know? this whole past the whole past week since since we uh, actually just before we start we had our show last week too. It it was just a release of a bunch of things. I think Monday was uh, hey here's a picture of Joaquin Phoenix standing behind you know standing there, and this is Arthur Fleck. He's you know that's who he's playing. Tuesday was uh, the the leaked vid- vid- uh, cell phone footage of uh, Joaquin Phoenix walking around and ta- and like. Putting his finger into a, the clown, chest of a clown, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, the next day was the was the makeup test. The day after that was, uh, I think, the f- official photos of what he looks like in the costume. Or, no. With the makeup. Yeah, the makeup. So that was like a Saturday, I think. Yeah. And then after that, there was uh, TMZ had some footage of him coming off the subway wearing a uh, clown mask on top of his Makeup, makeup yeah. mask and stuff like that. So, yeah, and I mean, I love the suit. When I saw that suit, I was like, "Oh my god, that's classic straight out of the comics. That's cool." See, actually, that reminded me a lot of Cesar Romero's Joker. Yeah, well, I mean, that's good too. Like, again, there's some throwbacks, but to me, when I saw that, that very much put me like in some 70s. I mean, I'm pretty sure I even had an action figure that had that color design. Like, go look up the Superpowers Joker figure. I think it was that color <laughs> scheme, but but now it's like great. Now he's gonna be fighting Thomas Wayne, and that's why I could not get into Gotham. Because I don't like the idea of, like, it's like, oh, so the Riddler's 10 years older than Batman? Well, by the time Batman's 26, he's fighting a 36-year-old guy. By the time Batman's 30, now he's fighting a 40-year-old. And it's like, well, you're not fucking cool. You're <laughs> beating up guys that are older than you, you know? It's like, you know, it's like, you know, when you get, like, the, that stereotypical cocky young man, you know? It's like, well, you're not tough because you're going in and you're picking fights with older guys, you know? You, here you are, some guy who lifts weights all day, and you're fighting a guy who's, you know, working doing his fucking job you right know? it's like you're not a hero <laughs> and i don't want to think of that as batman so i was in until i saw that poster well i mean know? that was that was alec baldwin's character that he was gonna be playing he was gonna be playing yeah. thomas wayne well, he, i thought that, that was he, stupid too that he had the he had the role for two days and then he said no fuck this i don't want to be in the movie and yeah. like the, the the description that they said that this thomas wayne's supposed to be he's supposed to be this young donald trump character that uh, is you know a mogul and all that stuff. I was like, that's not Thomas Wayne. Thomas Wayne is a is he he, he was a doctor. He, he born into guy. his money, yeah. and he, he yeah he's completely altruistic. He's like, I'm a doctor. I'm not going to go into the business side of stuff. I'm going to use my money to help people. Like it has nothing. What be mayor? This what is the story? This is what I'm talking about. You can't just yeah. come in and decide I'm going to change all this shit. 
Yeah, no, I hate when they do that because it's like because even then, like okay, going back a sidestep with Batman Damned. So like they're gonna, and I'm gonna say this word wrong. I'm thinking of Charlie Day, where it's like I'm a full on rapist. Yeah. Uh, He's a philanderer. Did I say philanthropist? Philanthropist. Philanthropist. Yeah. So what? What does that mean? That means like you're. It means you, you just your use your money to do well. Okay. To do good. Yeah. And Sorry. but then he's also so he he kind of is parading around that way. At least what I I interpreted. But then it's also he's like you know he's a woman's man. So it's like literally they show one scene where he's out with Bruce, but then he's like hitting on this other woman. Like he's straight up. It's like oh Martha, I'm gonna take to- uh, Bruce yeah, to the town, and then like he's meeting this woman by the bridge, and it's like. Great, now we're going to start making Thomas Wayne seem like a douchebag. Mm-hmm. Didn't you learn when you did that to Jonathan Kent? Like, stay. Yeah. I'd rather die by a tornado than teach you how to be a man. <laughs> you know, it's like, come on, man. Don't do that to us again. We only have so many parents left. Nope, <laughs> this is this is the DC universe that they want to create. That, you know, look, we, we can take, we'll take the names of the stuff that you like and we'll just make our own stories. I guess so. <laughs> uh, all right, let's get to our challenge for this week. We're still talking about Marvel Knights. It's the 20th anniversary of the Marvel Knights, but we want to find out what would that look like in the DC universe. Probably not that long of a challenge, but I think that I, I think I came up with some interesting stuff, so I'm pretty sure you did too. I hope so. So I'm excited. All right, so if they were to do a imprint into the Marvel or DC universe uh, that was like Marvel, that they felt you know something to spice it up, bring it, bring in a little bit of something different, right? Right. Uh, well, mine would not be knights since we're doing DC. It's going to be the DC Guardians. Oh, nice. <laughs> Uh, my and the, the four characters or four books that we were supposed to create is something that's an analog to the Punisher, Black Panther, Daredevil, and the Inhumans. I didn't necessarily. And usually, when I do these challenges, uh, I kind of go for the one for one, the the idea, the you know why I think this person is like this person kind of thing. But I kind of right. went with what I think would be good for the DC universe, the characters that I want to uh, spotlight and then kind of make more of a big deal in in the in the comic in in the DC universe. If that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. So, my Punisher, this is quite a one-for-one, and I know it's a, a, I think it's a character that you you, you quite enjoy. I'm going to go for the Red Hood. Ooh, nice. Jason Todd is going to get his own book uh, where, obviously, he deals out his punishment the way that he he feels necessary now with his guns. (laughs) (laughs) The Black Panther, now... You want a king? You want a king of a secret secret world that's going to be cool? Aquaman. Nice. Arthur Curry comes up from the either I don't know, does this would this book would it be more of a Aquaman is getting in touch with the with the surface dwellers or is it more we're going to explore more about what the fuck is happening under the water? I mean, the earth is covered 70% of water. So it's funny cuz I actually was going to go this route myself. Really? I yep, I was thinking about it and I was like, "Oh man," and I thought the same thing. It's like, "Okay, who's this king from this basically like a whole another world?" And I was like, "Oh, it's going to be Aquaman." And I was faced with the same question, but you know what I would have gone with? Hmm. It's Aquaman on land. You know, it is. It's got because that's kind of how they did the Black Panther. Right. It's kind of like his outreach of, okay, what could Wakanda look like integrating more into, you know, America, essentially. So it's like, okay, you know, Aquaman's looking more or less like, well, okay, well, could Atlantis benefit from merging with America or dealing with them more? So that's 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 how I would have taken that book. I think that I kind of feel like that's what I would want to do with the book, too, just so it's a it's a way for. The readers, through the eyes of surface dwellers, getting to know Arthur better. Exactly, kind of yeah. 
It might because, dare. Oh, go but, ahead. Or well, but even then, because it'd almost be interesting to be like, you know, show that side of people like, no, these Atlanteans, man, they could take us over whenever they want or something. And it's like people do need to better understand Aquaman. Mm-hmm. You know, and if this book was done twenty years ago, maybe that would have gotten rid of that <laughs> stigma of the whole fish thing. The super <laughs> friends, yeah. Yep. Uh, my Daredevil. I really want this book right now. This is this is the book that I I would love to see. If you did a Daredevil Marvel Knights book, but you did uh, DC Guardian fucking uh, Black Canary, like Ooh. I would be all over that book. Like just set her down as this you know protector of. I don't know if you want to put her in Star City right now. She's in Star City with with Ollie, and you knew, you'd have Ollie come in every once in a while just to be be there as moral support or whatever. Right. But you you show that she is who she is, and she doesn't need you know, anybody else. And she's, she's a master of martial arts. She has a, a meta power. I also want to talk about this. This in the green Lan- the green arrow book. I'm sorry. You know, Oliver queen and, uh, Dinah Lance are obviously in a relationship, right? Everybody knows that the two of them are in a relationship. Dinah Lance. Everybody also knows Dinah Lance is black canary. Like it's that, that was her musician name. Cause in this world, in the rebirth world, she was a, a pop star, Right. I think I didn't really follow, but I do remember they put that whole like band situation. So, in what happens when Black Canary is out hanging around with Green Arrow? Like, do people not put the two together that <laughs> Green Arrow and Oliver Queen both hang out with Black Canary and make out with her? Yeah, you know exactly. It's like, oh my god, she's cheating on Ollie with Green Arrow. <laughs> oh my god, she's cheating on Green Arrow with Ollie. Wait a minute, they, they both, both have, have goatees. <laughs> Fuck you, Robin Hood. So that's why I just never understood. I don't understand that part of it. But I mean, she also doesn't wear a mask. She's has she ever worn a mask? Like I know she no, does. In the it was the wig thing the, that they did. That's I think true. yeah, in the golden age, I think they had her wearing a mask. But like the classic black canary that we're all used to know is pretty much always the TV show. Face. She wears a mask, but yeah, well, that was TV. Yeah. And they they made that decision. Yeah, exactly. It's like uh, people aren't going to buy it. They get mad at us for the glasses thing. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, I just think like almost like a private detective kind of thing, protecting her uh, part of Star City kind of thing would be a really cool book. That's awesome. Like really put her as a street level, even though she has a power, put her at a street level. You know, and that could have been the whole like, um, that could have been, that that could be your, I can't think of her name, um, Luke Cage's wife. Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones. Yeah. Because they've both been through some stuff like exactly. Black Canary. I think she has been raped. Um She's been like tortured. Yes. You know, like, especially like a lot of people are like, oh, you know, Green Arrow was great during the Longbow Hunters. Yeah, but a lot of shit was going on with Dinah. <laughs> you know, like, he wasn't necessarily there for her. Plus, Ollie's a dick. Ollie is. He's <laughs> very much. deal with a lot of his damage. He is so much, you know, self absorbed. And it's, it's, it's got to be hard for her to be in a relationship with him. And, you know, it, the idea, I think you could definitely explore that. Like, the idea that she still yeah. puts up with him because she loves him so much, like, kind of thing. Maybe that's a bad thing. Who knows? You get Dr. Midnight to guest star in this, the Pieter Cross one, <laughs> and I'm I'm gold. Okay? I'm in. <laughs> I, I, will, I will write that. Uh, and then finally, my Inhuman books, my Inhumans book. This is just a team that I would love to see explored more. I know that they've tried it many times in the past, and, you know, there's been ready be, a lot of iterations of the character. I just, I will... I will get you the new origin for these characters and the the new uh, dynamic, the new show bible, I guess is the best way to put it, The Metal Men. I want Dr. Magnus and The Metal Men to have their own book to be a staple of the DC Universe. I don't want you to think of a team and not think of them first. Nice. Almost. So that's your personal mission. That's my personal mission I'm going to make people discover The Metal Men. Yes. I dig it. So that's my my DC Guardians uh, imprint book. Uh, What do you have for me? 
All right. So, and I'm, I'm glad that that's a neat little thing that, cause we didn't put that in our challenge, but kind of like the name brand. Right. So I'm going to call mine detectives. Ooh, I like that. You know, because I was thinking again, we, we, we were, we both agree that it'd be kind of street level because that's essentially what these Marvel Knights characters were. And I kind of did the same thing. I thought about my one for ones and all that. So I started with Daredevil because, okay, he's the nucleus. That's what we're going to build this around. Mm-hmm. So I thought about detectives and I was like, well, well come on. You, you know where I'm going. I got to go to Gotham City, but I don't want to go with the obvious. And I was like, okay, well, who could be interesting enough to give us Matt Murdock, because that's what sells Daredevil. True. It's Matt Murdock. So I was like, it's Dick Grayson. So Nightwing, that will be the book. That's the, the relaunch book. That's what it's going to be about. Because I think it'd be great like to even play up with the idea of, you know, like thinking about how Marvel Knights did Matt Murdock with the whole identity being exposed and stuff like that. I think that'd be fun, you know, and start establishing Dick Grayson, too. Like, I would, I'd almost argue, like, I kind of want to see, like, we've seen him be a cop. Let's start putting him in law. Ooh. You know, so that that would have been that's how I would take that book. Like I really want to start seeing something happen there. Um so again, looking at Black Panther, so I thought about my king and I was gonna go Aquaman. I was like, Yeah, Aquaman makes the most sense, but I was like, ah, you know what though, I'm I'm gonna push myself a little bit harder. I wanna think of something. And then it kinda happened by happy accident. So I'm gonna go with Geoforce. That was my other choice. That I was, was hilarious. There, like I was like, oh, I'm, I kind of want to do Geo Force, but then I was like, no, I think I'm going to do Aquaman. Yeah, so, so that's mean, funny. That is well because you, you, like you, we all started at the same place. All right, think of royalty in the DC yep. universe, and there's not that much. There's not, you know. So I was like, okay, so I, I'm going to go there. Route. I'm going to go Geo Force. So I want to deal with him, and and his book, his motivation is why did his sister get corrupted by America? Oh, so that's kind of like his drive. Like I want him to come here and be like, okay, like I came here. I was fine. So what happened? Why her? Why this way? Um, my Punisher book. So I thought about it and I was like, okay, who would be a great character? So I got selfish. So this is a character. So this is kind of like how you're saying like metal men. Like I want people to think about him more. I want vigilante. I want to make really? him better. Yep. I want to make him way better. I want to give him better drive. Um, Adrian, you know, well, uh, no, I think I would go. I think I would do like how they did this last round of Vigilante. It's a new guy. Oh, okay. So I would start it brand new and fresh. I'd have the legacy go on. So maybe, you know, do a twist where it's like it's the cop who was investigating because like there was the Adrian. I can't Adrian Chase. Adrian Chase. Was he the one who blew his brains out? Uh, Yes. Okay. So I think it'd be neat because he was also the prosecutor, wasn't he? Yes. Yeah. So I think it'd be neat. Kind of playing that. So this is the cop who's leading the investigation on it. And then because of how he's digging into it more, you know, like maybe you could put a layer where it's like maybe Adrian didn't really mean to commit suicide. Maybe he was drugged. Like, hey, we noticed his toxology was different. This kind of looks like Jonathan Crane work. You know, wow. and all of a sudden, bam, nope, somebody comes in and they try to kill him, but they kill his family instead. So he becomes Frank becoming the Punisher, you know, but that's that's how I kind of want to spin that book. Also, the name Vigilante, wasn't there, isn't there the old uh, cowboy also? Yeah, was the cowboy one. So now you could, you definitely have a legacy yeah. with that character, bringing in a third character. Like, I like that idea. Yeah, so I just, I thought it'd be neat to play along with that one. And then again, looking at it, it's like, okay, well, who, who are my inhumans? And I was like, okay, so they're outsiders. Oh, that's it. Outsiders. That's the last (laughs) book. So the last book would be Outsiders. And I think it would be neat because I do remember them taking, you know, some of those characters and they made the Marvel Knights book. So 
So obviously this would kind of lead into the detective's book. So we have the outsiders and it's like, and I don't want Batman involved. I'm tired of him being there. So I want the outsiders <sighs> I'm so to be tired there, of him being the leader you know? of the outsiders. And I think it would be neat because you could have a potential crossover where it's like the outsiders like, Oh, we're looking for leadership. Well, Gia force, you were one of us. And he's like, no, I'm not ready to go into the superheroics yet. I'm not ready for it. You know, he is teaming up with them and they are doing superheroics, but he doesn't want to admit he's in it. Right. Uh, and then they look to nightwing. Well, can't you be our leader and whatnot? And he's kind of like, no. And then vigilante is kind of like, I'm keeping my fucking eye on you guys. Cause I don't know if you're all going to arrest me, you know, because I'm going a little hardcore. So I think it'd be neat that, you know, you, you could put those four books together, have that detective's book kind of spin out into a mystery. Obviously it'd be a maxi series because I wouldn't want it to last. Cause you can't have a team in a team book. Cause I don't think they invited the inhumans to play with the Marvel Knights, but they were part of the Marvel Knights brand. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so that's how I would go with my approach on DC detectives. Sweet. All right. Uh, I, I like that. I, 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 well, you got me hooked on your black canary book. Like I'm like, that actually sounds really cool. <laughs> and you know, for a little bit like there, I was, I was thinking about for my Punisher, I was going to do uh Slade, Slade Wilson. Like Ooh, I was going nice. to do Deathstroke, but then I was like, I like Slade Wilson. I like him as a character, but I hate it when writers treat him as a hero. Like, yeah. I like him as the bad guy. I like him as the, the mercenary that the, the bad guys hired to do stuff. Exactly. I like his origin. Like, I like the fact that it wasn't somebody died or they were killed. It was like, no, you were a prick. Mm-hmm. You got your one son hurt, which drove your other son into a life of crime, which got him killed. Mm-hmm. Your wife said, fuck you and left <laughs> you. And it's like, that's awesome because it is the opposite of Frank. You know, Frank is driven because of crime taking his life. Well, you know, Slade is driven because of his greed in mm-hmm. a sense. So, no, I dig that. And you're right. Slade should never be really heroic. No. Can he do the right thing every now and then? Sure. Get let the If the money's right. That. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's the better answer. Thank you. <laughs> but no, no, yeah. Like, when... I, I like I'll sit there and I'll read Deadshot as as a hero. Like I can get behind that. Like it's it's a man who wants to make enough money so that his daughter can survive. You know, kind of thing. Uh-huh. But but he's also he's also a merc. He'll 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 take whoever's giving doing the right you know the job that he you know is going to pay the right money for the job. But I I can read Floyd Lawton as a hero every once in a while. Yeah, well, because he's. He's al- almost like my Wolverine. Like he's yeah. He 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 has a code, but he uh, he also does pay, get paid. Yeah. But Deathstroke is just like no. He's he's a bad guy. He's he's the Judas contract. Yeah. He's the you know. It's he's a son of a bitch. He's a son of a bitch. It's <laughs> a good way of putting it. So <laughs> that's why I just I I was almost gonna go with him. I I, I didn't. Was there any other uh, honorable mentions for you? Anybody that was almost so, gonna make the cut think, that didn't? Um, no, not really. Actually, that's kind of where my my team congealed. Um, I, so no, I think I went there. Like I kind of struggled with the Inhumans because I did try to think of a race, mm-hmm. and DC really doesn't have that. It's you know, I mean, granted, yeah, you've got Atlanteans, the Mascarians, but they just don't have something like you know the, the, the like Inhumans, inhumans or yeah, or no. mutants. You know, it's metahumans, and they're more widely accepted. So no, but but I kind of like that because I guess my when I was driving for my challenge, I wanted books that were kind of not popular, and I want to make them popular, and those are titles that I feel have not had luck. So. So I mean, no the, offense to him. <laughs> and then further down the line, like how they did with the Marvel Knights, you know, like uh, you get the, one of the big names, like uh, a Spider-Man or a Fantastic Four. Who would you throw underneath the detec- the DC Detectives oh. imprint at some point just to be like, hey, a last hurrah kind of thing? So, yeah. So you start getting the bigger titles coming in. I guess Wonder Woman. I want to see Ooh. how a Wonder Woman detective book would look. Yeah, I want to I want to see that aspect I, of her. I would love to see in that book. I would love to see diana prince like more like nice. I, I know when people read 
Wonder Woman books, you want to see Wonder Woman. You want to see her out there kicking ass and stuff. Right, but, but that's what Wonder Woman's for. This is detectives. Exactly. Is yeah, I would yeah. love to see like the the diplomat or you know whatever. What 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 has her Dinah Prince like? Uh, well, usually she gets like the last I, I can remember. Like it was around New Fifty Two, and they gave her a secret identity, but she was just a secret agent. Oh really? Yeah, you yeah. know, because she's usually worked like I think the TV show. She worked in the Department of she Defense. Was, wasn't she like the you know? the secretary pool or some shit like yeah, that? Yeah, she was, she was like, Steve Trevor's she was, secretary. Yeah, she was Steve Trevor's secretary. You know, then Wonder Woman herself has been the ambassador and stuff like that. But I mean, I would like to see like maybe this is like uh, maybe make a riff on it where they do that. Who is Donna Troy? You know, do a story. Who is Diana Prince? And, yeah, you know, like okay, wh- where does this name come from? What if there actually was a Diana Prince? And it's like, oh shit, I just. Uh, you know, took this person's life. Maybe, maybe I need to see what I'm doing for that person or to that person. Or even I would love to like see, and uh, this is completely outlandish. I mean, it's not completely outlandish, but it's a little outlandish. But like, what if Etta Candy is actually like uh, uh, a, a huge CIA mole? Like oh, she, she was, God, she was there, nuts. and she becomes like Diana's handler. She gave her the Diana Prince name. She did steal it from some other person that died and something like that. Kind of like the Donald Blake uh, persona, you know, kind of thing. Like right. you just ga- you just gave him that name, but it's someone it was someone else's name. So, so she kind of is Diana's handler and sends her out on these other missions as Diana, not as Wonder Woman, kind of thing. I think that'd be kind of interesting. That'd be interesting. Like, yeah, I mean, there's some mystery there, and that's always fun. Who would I like to see down the line? Yeah, who's your big? Who's big my tier? my 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 Spider Man? Um, ooh, yeah. Who who would I love to see in that? I I don't know. I I didn't. You I, want that street level? Maybe maybe do like. I think you want to go Superman. So go Clark Kent. I don't want to go Superman though. I love the Guardian. Okay. He's not he's not a big he's not an A lister though. Oh, get out of here. He's a great hero though. He's a great he's hero. A great I love hero. him. But I mean, he's just he, he the fact that you mentioned it is gonna make me buy it. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean that's the I mean, how do I not make it that book with with the yeah, being called the DC being called Guardians. Guardians? You gotta go with Guardian. And I mean I think that'd be great where it's like you know, because knowing his history, like he was a part of the golden age, you know, and and he was cloned and knowing the fact that I am this guy, but I'm not this guy, like having that awareness, like what does it do to him? And maybe, maybe he does, maybe this is the book where you discover Jim Harper wasn't always a good guy, but that doesn't mean the clone is at fault for that. I would love that. Yeah. And then if you, if you, if he's not just the guardian of, uh, what suicide slum yeah suicide slum or metropolis, metropolis whatever yeah, yeah. like I, I i keep wanting this book because we talked about this like i think last week with nightwing like what if he just traveled the old Haley circus like route to find right. himself like i would love to see longbow hunters but with guardian like he travels oh, the country awesome. to to, to re- refollow jim harper's steps of enrolling in or enlisting in the in the military and stuff like that you know his high school days kind of thing just to find out who he was and there there you go you're just like you're saying like he wasn't a great guy he was the guy that got chosen but yeah. he wasn't a great guy maybe yeah. he steps it up yeah well there could have been a flaw like at one point where it's like wow he was a good hero but he was a shitty cop Ooh. turns out he put somebody in jail that didn't belong or you know or maybe when he was oh, a kid did i get that wrong know, did I, I say he enlisted in the military but he was actually in well, i'm he sure he did cop. both i mean back then it's back just, then it was you came back much, from the war you'd be a good cop yeah, kind of you thing. Know, yeah Okay, uh, yeah, Guardian. I'm gonna I'm go with I'd Jim like Harper. That. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I, w- I want to see Jim Harper had inside of his like his Footlocker was just a whole bunch of different versions of the costume, and that's why you keep getting different versions of the costume throughout time. Like it keeps <laughs> changing. He has that 
giant bad shield and then, you know, the, a regular buckler or something like that. Oh, that'd be awesome. Uh, all right, folks. So that was our challenge for this week. This is wrapping up our Marvel Knights 20-year anniversary. If you had some ideas that you would love to see in, in the books, we would love to hear about them. Uh, if you want to get a hold of me, I'm on Twitter at Mitchipedia, G-E-R. Chris is also on Twitter as... Stuff I should say should being spelled S-H-U-D. The rest of Geek Elite Radio is at Geek Elite Radio on Twitter, at Geek Elite Radio on Instagram. Facebook.com forward slash Geek Elite Radio is our Facebook page. And GeekEliteRadio.com is our website. Check out archived episodes of this podcast and other podcasts on the Geek Elite Radio Network. But until next time, this is Imagine If on the Geek Elite Radio Network saying, always remember to... Geek, geek out. out! We now return you to your regularly scheduled program.